Welcome to Global Truth Center. So, who wants to yell out for me what show that's from? Did y'all hear that? Jekyll and Hyde. It's from the Broadway show Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, does everybody know what that story's about, Jekyll and Hyde? It's not about your ex-spouse. So Jekyll and Hyde is a story of a man who has two dominant personalities that struggle with each other. One is perceived as a very pleasant, intelligent, good man. The other one's perceived as a, 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 a mean man, a dark side. So how many of you think you have a Jekyll and Hyde-like consciousness? How many of you think you don't? Denial is a... No, just kidding. So there are two factors running your life. Are you aware of that? What do you think it is? Just yell it out. What? Who, what? Heart and mind. Very good. No? Love and fear. Good. Mind and body. Good. What? Life and dark. What? Pleasure and pain. <laughs> They're all kind of similar, but what do you... Anybody else? Of course, Dale, Doc, Reverend Dr. Dale Soon. Reverend Dale knows this. What is it? Conscious mind. And I'm going to use unconscious mind today. Every single one of you has... I know, Kathy's like, damn, I should have said that. <laughs> Every single one of you has a conscious mind, the part of you that actually pays attention to what's going on in your life, and a subconscious mind, which is where all of your beliefs, memories, feelings, all of them converge down there into this thing that runs your life. Are you aware of that? Yeah. That, your un <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> that your unconscious mind, or as we call it, subjective mind, is subject to what the conscious mind says, but all in and of itself, it literally drives your life. It's where your already established premises of life are. It's where your core beliefs are. It's why you like oysters or not. How many people love oysters? How many people hate oysters? Yeah. So somewhere along the line, you made that decision. It's there. It drives you. You see oysters. Your chemical body goes, ah, and you don't eat it. Or like me, you decide to try it again just to prove you were right the first time. <laughs> so, so this song, This Is The Moment, is all about the character realizing he's going to take charge of his life. I think we could all use that moment where we decide for ourselves to take charge of our minds. Ernest Holmes says that trained thought is far more powerful than untrained thought. Frankly, your subconscious mind, your unconscious mind, is untrained thought. It's the repository for all the crap in your life that drops into it. All the beliefs, all the experiences, something happens in your world, some, somebody does you wrong, and now you've decided those type of people do me wrong. It's now down in my subjective mind, my subconscious mind, and it makes me react the way I react. Unless I consciously pay attention and say, wait a minute, 
What do I really want? So today is really about that, that dual understanding of your mind and what is it that's driving your life. So I use this quote, if you give me the next quote, Gilmore. I use this quote this morning with the practitioners. Just what is meant by your word. Just what is meant by your word. It means your conscious intention, your conscious direction, your conscious faith and acceptance that because of what you're doing, the power of spirit will flow through your word in the direction you give it. Now, I want you to look at the word he used a number of times there. Conscious. Your conscious intention, your conscious direction, your conscious faith and acceptance, conscious, what you are fully aware of. But what you're probably not aware of is that your unconscious is also doing all of that. Which one gets to win? I mean, that's really the question of the day. Which one gets to win? The conscious or the unconscious? Depends on how powerful your conscious is. You can be conscious. I can sort of be conscious but am I really intentional? Am I directing my conscious mind? Am I, am I deciding what I want to do? Have I made a commitment to living my life this way as these people all have? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. And very often we have to ask ourselves, how do I get to my unconscious? How do I start knowing what my unconscious mind is doing? What do you think the answer to that is? Observation. Practice. Practice. Just like Carnegie Hall. <laughs> Meditation, yes. David had it right. It's about being conscious, being willing to look. How do you know what's in your unconscious mind? Look at your life. Are you happy? Are you healthy? Are you rich? How many people are rich? No, I'm kidding. Are you happy? Every hand should go up. You should all be rich. We are all rich, not just about money. So, but are you happy? Are you healthy? All those four legs on your table? Are you, are you healthful? Healthful? Not just keeping disease away. Are you healthful, vibrant, have your vitality of life? Are you in love? And I don't just mean romantically. Are you in love with the world? Does love pour out of you and do you therefore receive it back infinitely? Are you creative? Do you have creative expression? Are you finding amazing things to do with your life? All of these aspects really ask you to look at it. And if it's not, it's because there's something in your unconscious mind that is driving you in a direction that you don't want to be driving in. And I think it's time we ask for directions, even if you're a man. <laughs> I can say that because I'm a man. Yes. So it's time for us to ask directions. And the directions really come in the form of paying attention. Really paying attention. And, and, and when we're here talking on a Sunday, this is what it's about. This is the only reason we show up here to just become inspired, to go out and live a better life, to go out and understand how to live a better life. So this month, our theme is empowerment. Now, I always love at the first top of the, top of the month to be able to talk about the theme, but I loved what Ron did because he, he, he actually brought the definition of empowerment to what someone gives you to make someone empowered. 
But there's another way to look at this. The definition, the act or action of empowering someone or something, the granting of the power, right, or authority to perform various acts or duties. You know what that really means? It means you are a choice to empower yourself. And how many of us have spent our lives waiting for the world to empower us? How often do we put that responsibility on other people? Our jobs, our relationships, anyone in the world that we come in contact with. There's some give and take that either takes my power away or gives me the power. But when you get, get it, really get it, that it's your job to empower yourself, things shift, they change. And you know how you have to empower yourself? You have to be willing to look at the unconscious mind. What am I still believing? How many of you think that there's probably something that you're still believing that you could do away with? No, Mimi? You're, you're good. Nothing to give away? Mimi's asleep. <laughs> You were thinking about it, okay. So it's a really important one to ask. Got you. It's a really important one to ask. You know, what do I still believe that does not work for me? And the question then becomes, how are you going to stop believing it? How are you going to stop believing it? Well, I love the Monday night class here. The book, um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, it really does give us... Um, a lot to think about when we leave here on Monday nights. The title of my talk today is Seize the Moment. One of the things that Joe Dispenza is showing us in that book is this. He's showing us that much of what we believe comes with a chemical reaction in the body. So very often, a stimulus will come along that will tap into some belief you have. The belief taps into the chemical aspect of your being, your body, and the chemical aspect is what overwhelms you into behaving based on that belief. And it all starts with the stimulus. So you're walking around in your life and somebody just says something that stimulates some belief, whether it be positive or negative, it stimulates the chemicals, the chemicals make your body react, and now you're basically following the fleet of your chemicals. So how do you fix that? You know it. You recognize it. You start to see when you are triggered. How many people here ever get triggered? Right? Okay. That's what those triggers are. A trigger is... A trigger... A trigger... It's not just a horse. A trigger is something that taps into a belief. That's what a trigger is. And the minute it triggers you, your body reacts. Do you ever have that happen? Someone triggers you and you're like... Wah! And suddenly you are Jekyll and Hyde. One minute you are like the sweetest person and they say something, boom. Anybody else experience that besides me? Yeah. So, so that's what the trigger is. So we talk about empowerment. It's in that moment that you must seize the truth. Seize the moment. The minute it happens, now you know, and you can't pretend you don't now, because I've already told you. Now you know, the minute you're about to react to that trigger, it's actually the chemicals in your body that have just reacted to something that happened. It happens so fast you can't even imagine how fast it is. Just stop. Just like Nancy Reagan says, just say no. Remember that? Yes. 
I am just walking in it today. But it's coming up, so it's coming out. So, so that's, that's the empowerment. You want to talk about empowerment? Be in charge of your subconscious mind. Be in charge of the unconscious part of you. Pay attention to it. Notice it. Realize what it is, and then change it. Change it up. Just let it go. I've been trying this for the last few months, this idea of really following the chemicals in my body, really following the idea of when I feel like something's going to go amiss, actually, when I feel like I'm about to go amiss, I am literally stopping. I just stop. What is that thing when you, when, when you, when you get on fire, you stop and roll? What is that? Drop, roll, stop, drop, roll. Right. I'm trying that with my mind. Stop, drop, <laughs> now roll with it. Right? But I do. I'm asking myself, so, okay, I want to do this. But that's my body telling me I want to do this based on some unconscious belief I have that I have already said I do not want to live from. So, don't. And then I don't, and I move on to the next thing. It's happened so many times now. I'm just like, this is like awesome. Someone should bottle this and give this out to people. And then I went, you can do that on Sunday. So I am bottling this for you today. Yeah, good. It'll be in the foyer. You can purchase it. No, no. It's, it's all consciousness. It's understanding your Jekyll and Hyde self. It's understanding there are times when you don't want to behave the way you're behaving, right? There are times you wish you hadn't said that to that person, even though they deserved it, right? Because we know when someone deserves it. But maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should just say, okay, yes, this was incorrect, but my chemical body that's about to punch, purge right onto you is going to stop, drop, and roll. Roll with what? The truth, that that's not who I want to be in life. And then more and more and more, I get to be who I want to be in life. So this month is your opportunity to empower yourself, to put the power where it belongs, in your conscious mind, and literally take the part of your mind, the unconscious, that has some things you want to work on, really take control of it. Trained thought, far more powerful than untrained thought. But you have to be willing to stand in your power. Can you give me the next slide, Gilmore? So this is from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Among the map makers of each generation are the risk takers. Those who see the opportunities, seize the moment, and expand man's vision of the future. What is your vision of your future? Where do you see your future going? Can you expand it? Are you willing to expand it, as Emerson says? Are you willing to be one of the risk takers that stops living life based on your reaction to what life is giving you and that starts living life based on you knowing who you are so profoundly that you decide how you react, not your body, not your chemical reactions, not your past, not everything you've built up so far in your life, but you've actually taken your conscious mind like this, made the, the, the commitment to take the risk to state, here's what I want out of my life, and I will not accept anything less. 
When you do that, when you absolutely say that, then it doesn't matter. All the triggers that come along, all the chemicals that pop up in your body and tell you, no, 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 no. Danger, Will Robinson, don't go there. You're like, "Uh uh-uh, been there, done that. I'm moving on. That's what this month can be like. If you are willing to own your conscious mind, expand your conscious mind, notice, K-N-O-W, tis, notice when something does not feel right. When something doesn't feel right, the body does lead us. If the body's telling you something doesn't feel right, the body's telling you that because something activated it. Not, it's not out of nowhere. Something activated it. And it's not a germ. It's not something out there. Something in here has activated the body to let you know something's up. And before you travel to 76 doctors for them all to tell you a different story, I think it's better to check in with your conscious mind and say, okay, why am I feeling this way? What's not what I want in my life? We get to do that. We get to be that powerful. We are that powerful. But we have to know it. We have to empower ourselves to do it, to be it. And then we have to take the Jekyll and Hyde factor and quash it. Is that a word? Quash? Squash it. No, I like quash. Quash it. Just be willing to say, I am willing to be conscious. I am willing to be alive, awake, aware. I am willing to direct my thoughts where I want them to go. And I am willing to nip it in the bud. Every time the chemical reaction comes up and says, you need to behave this way. This is how we behave. This is what we do when dot, dot, dot. Not anymore. Here's your month. I invite you this month, empower yourself to start understanding what's real and what's learned. And then decide if what you learned makes sense or if you would like to throw it out and learn something new. Namaste. Hi, this is Dr. James Mellon. And I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message and ask you for your support. Your tax-deductible donation to Global Truth Center ensures that we can continue to provide you with this form of inspiration each week. To make a contribution now, please visit our website at globaltruthcenter.org. Again, thanks for listening. Namaste.